Hello and welcome to MedBits. I'm Matthew Sajan. And I'm Javeen Patel. We are two undergraduate students with a passion for medicine. This podcast will focus on increasing our understanding of medicine together in a concise format. We'll be exploring a variety of topics, such as the latest news in medicine, medical conditions, interesting research papers, and the culture of the healthcare world. Check in with us every week to stay up to date and learn a little more in just a few minutes. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of MedBits. Today, we will be continuing our series about the most influential medical discoveries and developments. Today, we will be talking about a discovery that many of you may already be slightly familiar with, and that is DNA. The discovery of DNA was something that opened up many doors in medicine, and it changed the way that science was performed. We will be diving into the discovery of DNA and further developments that came after that in this episode. Although you may be familiar with some aspects of DNA and its discovery already, you will also probably learn something new that you did not know before. So to start off, let's talk about the discovery of DNA itself. There is actually a large misconception in this and many people believe that DNA was discovered by Watson and Crick in the 1950s. However, this is not true since they discovered the structure of DNA, which is a double helix. This was still also a monumental monumental development for DNA, but it is not the discovery of the molecule itself that was done by them. The discovery of DNA was actually done over 80 years before this, in 1869, by a Swiss physician and chemist by the name of Johann Friedrich Miescher. Miescher was investigating the components of white blood cells, and in his experiments with white blood cells, he was using salt solutions. When salt, when acid was added to the salt solutions, something separated out of the solution, and a, when a basic solution was added, the substance would one again, once again dissolve. This was investigated further by Miescher, and he realized that it was not similar to other natural molecules that humans knew about. For example, the substance that was separated had much more phosphorus in it, and it could not be digested by proteins. He decided to call the substance nuclein, as it was his belief that the substance was coming from the nucleus of the cell. This term would go on to become nucleic acid, and ultimately deoxynucleic acid, which is what DNA stands for now. However, as it is many with as it is with many great discoveries in science, the work of Miescher went unnoticed for the most part by the scientific community until many decades later. The next step would be determining what the components of DNA were or what it was made up of. In 1881, Albrecht Kossel coined the term deoxyribonucleic acid or DNA, and he also isolated the five nucleotide bases of DNA and RNA adenine, guanine, cytosine, thymine, and uracil. These discoveries would also lead him to get the Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine in 1910. The next person who to make significant advancements in the timeline of DNA would be Phoebus Levine, who was a Russian biochemist. Levine made significant discoveries for DNA. For example, he had proposed that nucleic acids were made up of multiple nucle- nucleotides and that each nucleotide was made up of one of the four nitrogenous bases, a phosphate group, and a sugar group. There was a lot of questions asked by the scientific community in response to his proposals, but we now know that his proposals wasn't, weren't too far off from the actual structure of DNA. Next comes the discovery that you all are probably most familiar with, or at least have heard of, 
which is the discovery of the structure of DNA by Watson and Crick in the 1950s. Watson and Crick would actually use cardboard cutouts of the building blocks of DNA since they already knew what these were at that point. They would try to figure out a pattern that would make sense using these cutouts, which they eventually did, and it was the double helix. Here are some of the key discoveries about the double helix that Watson and Crick made. The first is that the molecule is a double helix, meaning that it was made up of two strands and that these strands are connected by hydrogen bonds. Adenines would pair with thymines and guanines would pair with cytosines. And this discovery was actually made previously by a scientist named Erwin Shargoff. Another discovery was that most of the double helices are right-handed, meaning that they would curl in the way that your hand would if you closed your fingers around your right thumb. Another part was that the helix has anti-parallel strands that are aligned in opposite configurations. The other component was that the exterior edges of the helix, which are important, which are where the nitrogen-containing bases are, have the ability to hydrogen bond, which is important for many of the abilities of DNA. These discoveries made by Watson and Crick have remained very accurate, and there have been very minor changes that have been made in the decades following their discovery. Needless to say, the discovery of DNA was extremely important, and without its discovery, we would not know about many about the causes of many diseases or how to treat them. The human genome still has many mysteries, and humans will continue to explore and uncover more things, just as we always have. Well, that is all that I had for this episode of MedBits. Thank you all for tuning in, and I will see you next time.